How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about legends only. Let's talk about the F word. Do we have an F word to discuss? (laughs) (laughs) Probably some. Probably some. I was an emotional F word on the subway arriving here, actually. Oh, Um, why? Miss Kelly Clarkson got me good. She that Kelly Clarkson show. She has some segments that really get you. She had posted one. This girl who had been going through treatments I guess Ryan Seacrest has his own media studios set up in children's hospitals. And she created her own show where she interviews celebrities. And so Kelly had her on, surprised her with Ryan Seacrest. He asked to be her final guest on her show because she's wrapping it up. Kelly invited her to Vegas. It was very emotional and sweet. And I'm so it was just uh, emotional effort on on the C train. (laughs) A lot of Del Rey title. (laughs) (laughs) crying while holding my muscle milk on the sea train oh Bob. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah it was very sweet i i love the kelly clarkson show i just think like she hits the right beats of like celebrity human interest yeah she just she's has- brought back the human interest yes segment yeah in a really sincere way i mean she kept getting choked up because she really does get affected it it's not that sort of cold like that's not the truth ellen um oh. sort of <laughs> sort of like I have you on here to like fill a quota kind of situation. I just think she really nails it. Sorry, this was a tangent I was not <laughs> to go No, on. it's fine. But I that was the last thing I saw before I got here. And the Jesse Ware that feels good is all over your neighborhood. The posters. Yeah. Very cool. There's been some oh, speaking of posters. Uh-huh. 
I don't know if you guys saw this on my Instagram story, but there was a poster. This is not sponsored, <laughs> but it is Tubi, which I thought was funny because I've like uh-huh. indirectly sponsored Tubi on here. Like, not really actually, but like <laughs> there's that poster that said the Gen Z next door. Yes. And it's like peering through. <laughs> I was cracking the fuck up. I don't know why it was sending me. Oh my God. The millennial pause next door. <laughs> Do you know about this? The millennial. Did we talk about this already? I think we did on the pod. We're like, I guess we take a half second before we start videos. And when you post a video, like all the Gen Z's and like certain millennial TikToks will be like, oh, that millennial pause at the beginning of the video. Like we stare at the camera for a second to make sure it's recording. Yeah, but also Gen Z, they do the thing where they they take they the shake phone, fucking... they start recording, yeah. and they put it down. That's true. So that's your Gen Z pause. Mm-hmm. It's just moving. It's the Gen Z placement. Yeah, of the it's yeah. like the you know what I'm saying. It's like I the, do the setting. Yeah, the Gen Z set. Yeah, the Gen Z set. That's what we can call it. Mm-hmm. The millennial pause and the Gen Z set. Yeah, and it's like we know you staged that. Exactly. Exactly. Got I you. don't think it's a millennial pause. I think it's people don't know how to crop the beginning. Like, yeah, that is the play greater and issue. They just don't know it. Just, just yeah, just cause... cut that moment. Yeah, yeah. Because you're supposed to start like filming before. Yes. Like you're like three, two, one. Yep. And then you start because it gives you a little bit of um. Yeah. You need that millennial pause because this is for my audio editors out there. If there's mm-hmm. any of you listening, mm-hmm. it helps the transitions. Like you need a little bit of a millennial pause there to give the editor some space to it's true it's true take that gen z next door how about that yeah (laughs) set that phone down one more time (laughs) she takes that 10 percent. i actually want to know what that gen z next door show is about i this is like uh, not sponsored it's like really not Mm -hmm. here's what it is tasked with researching the gen z audience persona anna takes a step into the unknown as she tries to understand her younger neighbor oh it's a series what are they doing over there? What are you doing over there? Don't make TikToks. It's like put your ear against the door. It's basically, and you just this hear... podcast. Oh, are you new here? Vice to start. Wow, it sounds like a horror movie. It does. Well, it's on Tubi. Apparently, I don't know. I'm not sponsored. Anyway, I'm not sponsored. But I did appreciate the poster. It was really funny marketing. <laughs> Anywho, know who's going to be next door over in Brooklyn soon. And in Hudson Yards. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cat's out of the bag. Legends only were responsible for the bookings of Pride this year. I predicted this. <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you right now, I did not know anything. I know. I'm going to be accused of an Xtina yep. influencer. Xtina insider. insider yeah, nope. tea. nope. I mean, it makes sense. She just did the LA one. I thought she was going to do Ladyland again. Uh, yeah. Because they were like teasing. They were like, oh, someone's like blah 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 and yeah. I was like oh what if Christina did it because it just made sense to oh. keep just keeps getting better and keep gayer. Getting gayer keeps getting gayer Zeman all over the world all over pride because she's about to throw the first bottle of playground at Stonewall <laughs> 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 she is doing not only uh, Stonewall Day a special Hudson Yards performance in honor of the new visitor center, I believe was the official description, which I, I don't know what that is. Me neither. But also Pride Island, which is the official NYC Pride big to-do on the last day of Pride, right? Mm-hmm. The Sunday. Sunday. Day of rest. <laughs> oh, she could literally. Oh my God. That's her. Literally. Day of rest, but not from me. Not for extra. <laughs> Maybe gagged. <laughs> 
That's right. She's taking over the island with her presumably a very similar show to the LA Pride. I would hope so. I'm assuming we're getting another bedazzled dildo, but I do think like playground will be part of this in some way. I think it'll be tossed or something and maybe some semen. I do believe that like there'll be a stand or something or a way to buy it. Yep. What she should do, honestly, is come out with, even though this is a four ladies by ladies company, if you're going to come to Pride, I feel like have that <laughs> that lube, extra strength lube ready to go, like brand new Pride edition product. Oh no, Playground Pride edition. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> it's smart. It would be smart. But she's, I mean, the, a lot of these business decisions have been like perfect, so... She's got plenty of things. She can have the wine stand. What was that thing called? Oh, wait a minute. The wine stand. She took that bottle. The wine stand, a playground stand, Mm -hmm. a little mobile pop-up Z-Min stand. Nintendo. Oh. That would be fun. That honestly does check all the gay boxes, if you think about it. Gamers, sex addicts, plastic surgery. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the three categories. Yeah, but we are... Uh, with open arms, we're welcoming Legentina to NYC. She's been with us from the beginning. I got some grumble grumbles in my DMs, I will say, from some Gen Zs next door who were like, oh, what has she done for gays? And I'm like, clearly you were just born and they were just born when Beautiful came out. She's been down with the gays from the beginning. Yeah, Stripped is... Mm-hmm. Iconic. Yes. The voice within, sore. Yes. The girls that get it, get it. They do. She's not new to this. She's true to this. No, it was ahead of its time, like, actually, she though. She is a drag queen. She is an LGBTQ ally slash dabbles. <laughs> Wasn't there that story from, like, years ago, allegedly, about her getting kicked out of the Abbey mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. I feel like I'm so long ago. Yeah. Every- There's so many... Tina allegedly, out of allegedly stories. She did the Abbey Walk of Fame, I remember, mm-hmm. with the stilettos <laughs> around the time of burlesque, I want to say, maybe. She's been around with the LGBTs forever. The one thing that I probably wouldn't have done, which I, I think it's still fierce, but I probably would have had a different performer for Stonewall Day versus Pride Island. But, I mean, she's just... She's here to collect it all. I feel like the Stonewall one will be... Three songs. Yeah. Like she'll sing Fighter, Beautiful. That's probably true. And I don't know what else. Like she'll do something, maybe Bobblehead. Oh. It'll be like the hits. And then Pride Island. I don't know how that works, but someone did tell me it's a shorter set for people. At Pride Island? Yeah. But Ladyland was a short set and mm. it was iconic. So I don't know how it works, but. Like Ladyland was only like 35 minutes, I think. 35 or 40. It was not a full... Yeah. I mean, she has a set right there from LA Pride. So there's so much she can do, honestly. I can't wait. Yeah. So the Stonewall Day one's free. Yes, it's free. That's the F word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so going to try to stand outside in the distance or the, get the tickets. You know what else the Gen Z gagged me a bit in my DMs? Goes, well... For the Stonewall one, they're trying to get older philanthropists to donate so I could see why they'd go for Christina. (laughs) Fuck off. Okay. See you on the other side of 25. You won't be mouthing off so much. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) By the time you get to that age, (laughs) homosexuality is going to be illegal. So you might as well shut the fuck up and enjoy it now. (laughs) Sit down and enjoy your ZMN. 
I enjoy it. <laughs> like, well, the true ha, huh? the true hey, the true ha. Huh? Ha. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I haven't gotten tickets to Pride Island yet. I kind of want to see a full concert experience. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if I want to go, and if it's only like three songs or five songs. For Stonewall, you mean? No, the second, the actual Pride Island. Oh. I need to do some research. Yeah. I want to look at the headliners of the past, see how long the sets are. Yeah, and if any uh, ex-Tina insiders can let us know what she might be plotting. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, because Ladyland was so fucking good. Oh, my God. Well, we'll have to see. I uh, responded to someone. They posted this, and I was like, we won. And they were like, are you kidding me? And they sent back the lineup for LA. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, like, I wasn't being that serious. Like, it's fine. Like, relax. Oh, because LA has a very fierce lineup this year, I will say. They do. And they've kind of been killing it for the past few years. I have questions for... NYC and I'm not talking about Christina I just mean like why isn't it more like why isn't it more people more it just doesn't seem very like LA is like literally Mariah Jesse Ware Megan Thee Stallion Dina Menzel like it's a lot of people well they live there they do live there so but I just you know I just think they just like hop in their Uber and they just drive (laughs) you know what I mean like it's you know what Madonna lives a few blocks away so what's her excuse tour yeah that's true world tour yeah yeah that is an excuse well she could workshop it in front of us i don't know although mariah lives here so exactly i i do think it is a matter of like shelling out the big bucks for the for more names yeah but it's fine la pride might be the new girl she might be new york is dead (laughs) confirmed (laughs) blame it on scream (laughs) six you did this i do i do blame it yeah. That's my scream six. Is the pop girls not coming to New York Pride anymore? Ghostface chasing them out to LA. <laughs> scream seven. Mm-hmm. J Lo announced as the headliner. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I have a compliment for J Lo. With later. Mariah being revealed as the ghost face at the end of the movie. <laughs> hey, that's hey. someone's gonna write that right now. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I tease. I'll just say it now before I get dragged so people don't exit out. J-Lo fucking ate at the Met Gala. That was a oh, yeah. soleil. Yeah. She often does, I will say. Like, Met Gala, <laughs> she's got that. Well, we'll get More into on that, that later. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Topical conversation. Also happening soon, another legend, multiple legends multiple are getting legends. some flowers at yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, we do have to open the... Uh, we're still looking for the right venue, but we will be launching the legends only hall of fame one day if paris hilton doesn't steal it (laughs) (laughs) loves it yes that is true we'll have to um race her to town hall to register the trademark or something i don't know how that all works but uh don't don't do it paris (laughs) we're still begging (laughs) yeah we're still begging but in the meantime we have the rock and roll hall of fame how this works is there are in this year, there were 14 names up for potential induction into the Hall of Fame. Seven of them were selected, and then another six, I believe, were awarded special categories. So among the legends, we've got Kate Bush, who yeah? had a little moment with a 
little show. She's running up that hill right into the Hall of Fame. Right into the Hall of Fame. She may, in fact, make her first, if she goes to this, it would be her first public appearance in over a decade. Wow. She's not done I anything. I she'll go. I hope so. It's kind of iconic. It's very. Um, and then we've She got, likes to rock out. She does like to rock out. It would be really fucking cool if she shows up. We've also got induction for Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Does this make her the first... Is it the... I thought there was a stat, like first rap, female rapper, maybe? Well-deserved. We always love giving flowers to Missy. And then, you know, we've got some, like, bands, whatever. Iron Maiden, sure. Shell Crow. Shell Crow. And we Shaka got... Khan. Shaka Khan. So the special awards were musical excellence, musical influence. And so musical excellence went to Shaka Khan. And Bernie Toppin, who's, who writes with Elton John every single song. So well-deserved there. Yeah, in the performer category, we also had George Michael. Let's talk about the F word. Iconic, well-deserved in that category. Rage Against the Machine as well. Yeah. Oh, Iron Maiden actually didn't get it this year. They were only nominated. Sorry. Sorry, Iron Maiden. Anyway. I would love to see some more new stuff from Missy. Same. Innovator, Game Changer, Backwards Singer. Some of the best music videos. You're never flip a flap, yap. Oh. (laughs) As she famously said. Yeah. I was was like, wait, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta work it. And Shaka, I hope she has words to say. I hope there's a speech. <laughs> you know, at least uh, on the red carpet or something. This award, it's it's not going to change the world. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these people are being inducted with me. Uh, I wouldn't put them on the list. <laughs> wow. When is there going to be a rock and roll hall of flop? <laughs> that's actually that what we're going. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you should do that at the end of every year. Oh we my absolutely God. should. Oh my god, Add this year lows. inducted the Paradiso Girls. <laughs> Flop. <laughs> I was talking about the Paradiso Girls last night, actually. I'm not surprised. At the bar. Yeah. yeah. Patron Tequila. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about Paradiso Girls, Girlicious. And okay. I anytime I can bring up Chelsea Chelsea Corka. And I was like, Justice for Chelsea Corka. Chelsea Corka. God. Yeah, we talked about GRL and like, yeah, we were talking about all of those. We need the I don't know if it's a Maybe it's an HBO Max docu-series. We need the Robin Anton also-run girl groups that weren't Pussycat Dolls. We need the story of Girlicious, GRL. The girl group next door. The girl group next door. <laughs> now on Tubi. <laughs> the Chelsea Corka connect between the search for the next Pussycat Doll into Paradiso Girls. Like, all of that. I was so obsessed with Chelsea Corka. She was simply that girl. Like, she was serving. Yes. She had, like, I don't It was such a sleigh. Mm-hmm. And Aria Crescendo as well in the yeah. Paradiso Girls. That show. The search mm-hmm. for the next Pussycat doll. Formative years. And they never used them. <laughs> that was the real gag. No. They searched. Yeah. <laughs> they searched, they found. <laughs> and they chose and they not to. Abandoned. Yeah. yeah. Well, fitting for certain people it, in that group. It, sh- <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a trend. It sure does. <laughs> oh. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, Justice, let's. Oh, can I? I want to produce Chelsea Corka's comeback. I would love that. We need to produce season two of Search for the Next Pussycat Doll. It really did look like season one Drag Race. Yes. Like, it's so funny if you look at clips online. Like, I know. It's Spot the difference. The little <laughs> tiny judges table. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and everyone in like mall outfits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Speaking of TV shows. Yeah, we're going to have to start writing our own pretty soon. Well, we do write our own. That's true, we but, do. Um, the writers are on strike in what could potentially be, you know, the last time, they, they've gone on strike over the years, but the last major one was in 2007 to 2008, for, lasted for 100 days. It caused most popular shows to either lose season episodes entirely, postpone production, rewrites, plot lines. First of all, I stand in solidarity with the writers, mm-hmm. like asking for... <clears throat> yeah, I've got friends that are mm-hmm. in the union. Asking for like 2 to 3% increase, I think it is, as you know, these streamers announce their record-breaking numbers of revenue and these execs' salaries continue to go up in the hundreds of millions. It's ridiculous. We stand in support. And I also, there, a lot of uh, legends are, you know, taking to the streets, literally, standing in solidarity with the writers, We've seen so many, like, celebrities. Drew Barrymore dropped out of the MTV Movie Awards. Now, that host. is a gag. That whole show is in trouble. Yeah. I heard the cast of Yellow Jackets dropped out. I heard, like... Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules yes. just released a statement. Comrade Lala jumping mm-hmm. into action. I don't know how their first thought isn't... I, I know this is, like, they could potentially lose millions if it completely... They probably shouldn't cancel it, but just postpone it four months. Like, why embarrass yourselves by going forward with the show when, like... Well, it doesn't make sense to be having a show celebrating movies and TV when the people that write the TV and movies that you're celebrating are currently on strike. Oh, God. It just... The timing doesn't it's make sense. It's such a bad look. Right. It's such a bad look. Drew did the right thing... A very bold thing, in my opinion, to back out of a hosting gig three three days before it was supposed to happen. I think they need to postpone it. And, like, let's also be very real. I'm sorry to our Viacom friends and ex-coworkers, but, like, the MTV Movie and TV Awards are not crucial. They are not seen yeah. by anyone. So, like, move it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. We'll see what happens. That'll be a very interesting outcome, you know. The girls are on strike until further notice. Uh, I think the longest one was even before 07, 08. There was one that was like 153 days maybe in the 90s. But this could happen for a while. And if it does happen, that means that your favorite shows will not be on the air for a little while. You'll lose episodes per season possibly. But yeah, there's a lot that I don't know about the specifics. But I do know that a big part of the argument has to do with the streaming residuals and the model of Mm. that and how there's also an element to it with ai yes where i don't know the specific actual language but it's in layman's terms it was explained to me that they're trying to make it that um ai cannot be used to produce scripts and like they're trying to essentially block out ai from being used interesting which i agree with i do think that there should be some limitations Mm -hmm. to like, okay, if we're making official movies and these big movies and these big TV shows, no one's using AI here. Right. You've got the money to pay people, pay people. Some of those Netflix originals, it's shocking it wasn't AI, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree. I think that, yeah, and they're also... Just the breakneck speed of producing content for streaming now is wearing writers thin, which shows sometimes. Quantity over quality sort of situation, too, where... We're just banging out these shows, not paying writers enough. Yeah. We'll see how it shakes out. We will. As, as of us recording this, it is still ongoing. And the people I've talked to are predicting that, you know, they're thinking this is going to go well into the summer is what yeah. 
which is a bummer. It is. It also means it leaves the door open for some really, really bad reality TV, which doesn't require much of any writing. And also some very empty late night segments. It went viral again. I was reminded of Conan O'Brien spinning his wedding ring. Do you remember that? No. He would. Uh, he took off his wedding ring and he spun it on his table to try and hit a record of like how long it, it spun. Because in solidarity with his writers, like he was filling the time with like nothing. Yeah, it was a very funny time. I don't know. Some shows are off the air already. Kelly's off, I think. I think um, late night shows are off. Late night shows are off. Some are paying their staffers or we're not off. Idol, we're going through because we're technically unscripted right right so i mean i didn't ask i didn't inquire too further but well that makes sense though that's why we're gonna probably get a lot of reality tv i think if anything some bring back rock of love bus did you see there's a new show on fox called stars on mars i saw the plot line for this and i was like why um tinashe's on it oh and portia williams oh and it's a fake Mars, though. I don't. They're like fake colonizing Mars, and then it's like the last man standing sort of situation. But I don't understand how they fight each other or whatever. Yeah, there's also Tom Schwartz is on it. Oh, mm-hmm. I was trying to think of the names that stood out. And who's the iconic bicyclist? Um, Armstrong, Lance Armstrong. Oh, Slay. Right. <laughs> well, uh, have fun up there or yeah, down here. <laughs> bizarre, but. That's what we're we're gonna end up with. Recession vibes. Strong recession vibes yeah, right now. It is. Which means Miss Stephanie Germanata better get her ass in order and do a just dance too quickly. Oh, that is true. We got such good music. We did. We were dancing through the bankruptcy. We got blackout. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. And now that's all we've got. Yeah. Mm. Well, while we wait. Pay your writers. Pay your writers. Fair wages. Pay your crew, pay your staff, pay people. Craft services. Pay creatives. Yeah. You have the money to pay people. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand billionaires. I don't get it. I don't know either. I think I think once people have money, they think they need more money. Does it buy happiness? Look at Elon That's my Musk. question. Clearly not. Clearly not. Doesn't buy brain cells. Nope. Doesn't buy a sense personality. of humor, personality. Doesn't buy comedic timing. No. <laughs> It can buy a really good album. It can. Superficial by Heidi Montag. Right. $2 million worth. Worth. Okay, so maybe now I get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what these billionaires should be doing. They should. Elon yeah. should have a superficial. Start paying more people to make better stuff. Yeah. It's upsetting. Anyway. Anyway, well, why don't we take a little detour and Get the across... hell out of here. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Actually, get on the pod. Speaking of podcasts... There's some other podcasts floating around out here. Actually, I'll make the Elon connection. So our favorite, one of our favorite TikTok personalities, Julia Fox, has a podcast out right now with none other than Elon's ex, question mark. They seem to be like on off. I don't know. Uh, But the podcast is called Forbidden Fruits with Julia Fox and Nikki Takesh. Not to be confused with the Jessica Simpson bop, Forbidden Fruit. Not to be confused. Many people were confused when they were searching for Jessica Simpson's bop and they were like, what's this? Any excuse I have to throw in a bop on the playlist. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be adding that. Yes. So Grimes is on one called Grimes the Tech Spy Part 1 that that just launched. And they started talking about 
AI tech. And she has a really optimistic view of it and how musicians can use it. It's an interesting conversation to listen to if you want to check that out. She's maybe perhaps too optimistic about how people will use AI, but she's really open to it. And she had a good argument about how producers have essentially had access to baby AI for a long time, the way that we use manipulated vocoder, synthesizer, noise, the way we create things is but we're just on the next level of it. I don't know. It was an interesting conversation. So you can check that out. And Julia Fox is wearing an iconic wig. She is. It's she- very Reba Fox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Julia Reba Fox. It was a borderline distracting, I would say. It kind of was. Yeah. yeah. But I was living for it. Definitely. You know, they had a good conversation about that, about body image. And because they, that conversation kind of came into play because they were talking about filters and unrealistic expectations and AI enhancing and Photoshopping and things like that. It really is getting wild. It's really getting wild. Some of it I do find helpful though. Mm. Like with Adobe Premiere and the cut and Photoshop. I think editing. I've like talked about this before. Yeah. But like my first job going in pixel by pixel to cut people's hair, you know, out and like yeah. do the the feathering, like the little fe- oh it was oddly therapeutic, I will say. Yeah. Cropping out photos and like, you know, doing the feathering and all of that. Right. But now that's AI being able to detect a subject and pluck it out of an image and save you personally time. And so I think for like a small business or for like a small entrepreneur or like mm-hmm. a video creator, like to have those tools to help you out to get jump started is yeah. really fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like the pros and cons. One thing that was really cool that I just came across my feed is there's an AI site for Excel and you just write out what you need in layman's terms and it creates the code for you. So he typed out, get rid of all the numbers in this text thread. And it was like numbers and letters in a text thread in a column, each thing. And it created the code immediately, you know, like pasted it in and all of a sudden everything took out all the numbers. Gotcha. So instead of like going into the box and typing like sum equals parentheses, exactly, blah, 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 XXX. Just tell it what you want and it'll create the code for you. See, something like that is helpful though. It is. Because you can do it to budget or like speed up your workflow. Yeah, for sure. I remember the early days of financial marketing internship where like some of my job was just like importing raw data of like customers and like figuring out how to segment it into columns and deleting the columns that didn't matter and stuff. And AI can make that happen in seconds. Whereas I was like manually deleting two digits from each person's name, let's say for like an hour. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to think that, that people were doing that now that you can like automate it. So in some ways I think it's super beneficial. Yeah. Do I think it's going to eat a lot of jobs as well? Yeah. But well, we'll see. You need curators. You need people to operate the, Machines. Yeah, In the Adobe case. Premiere scene detection thing yeah. is a game changer. Yeah, to not have to go in frame by frame and slice out a full thing mm-hmm. is very helpful. It's... But like, still pay the person, like, still pay the video editor to do it. Yeah, it just it's helping the video editor so that they can focus on the creative aspect of it mm-hmm. versus the tech, like the tediousness of like slicing. Yes. and level, like, you know, all those little things that just take time. Mm-hmm slice it up automatically now i can play now i can be creative now i can mix the editing now i can play with the graphics and have more time to spend on the audio and like anyway anyway we'll see what happens we'll see what happens you know because at the end of the day it's only gonna lead to a terminator-esque outcome where the robots turn on us but (laughs) as they should (laughs) yes they should 
They're about sick and tired of our <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's Megan? what she deserves. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, all roads lead to Megan. <laughs> That'll uh, be Megan too. It will be. They have. They. They're about to eat. Megan too has so much to work. Wait, with. but no. The, uh, the strike. Who's going to write Megan two? Nobody's writing Megan two right now. Maybe AI is. If that happens, I won't. Would I watch it? I don't. I know. mean, it is kind of iconic. If like it's AI writing Megan two, we'll see. I wouldn't support that. I don't think I would. <laughs> it's like that moral aspect of it, you know? I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, I know. I know. But like we said, robots can't be funny. So if that will creep me the A fuck out. A robot is funnier than Elon Musk. Well, yeah, but everyone is. Yeah. That's not hard. Right. But can you have, can a robot be camp? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, how do you, how do you teach? I don't think you can teach that. I think you can. It needs to read Susan Sontag notes on camp. It needs the comedic timing of Vine. It needs to input Carly Claus's looking camp right in the eye photo, and then it'll just get it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's so bizarre. It is. It's all, what is, can we live in precedented times, please? No, I I think we've. I think I'm like done. I can't anymore. As I said, we need to live off the land. It's time to (laughs) move back into the land. AI chickens. AI chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, maybe that can be a voiceover gig for me. Yeah. I can voice over the AI chicken. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, Julia Fox was also on that podcast, Good Children. Yes. Shout out to Good Children. Mm -hmm. I know. I still have to watch the full. Their clip that they posted talking about my fitness pal. Oh, oh. I like it's so refreshing to like hear from people who get it. Like the body image stuff mm-hmm. the joke about like my fitness pal like not being your pal i really <laughs> cracked me up yeah. i was like this is my sense of humor i appreciate this mm-hmm. and so um good children is, is another podcast that's out it's on youtube and um audio as well and they had julia fox on yep and one of the comments that i thought was really funny was vocal fry olympics <laughs> and they like leaned into it it was really because they're just like yeah yeah mm. <laughs> love that well, actually, there's a lot of pods out uh, this week that to discuss. I also want to give a shout out to Miss Jessie Ware. Not only is she disco queen with That Feels Good, but she's also got an award-winning podcast with her mother where they sit around and have like a, a lovely dinner with a celebrity. And they've gone for about 15 seasons now, and they just had none other than Danny Minogue over for a delicious pescatarian meal. And they discussed Danny growing up in Australia with her sister. You might... Well, you probably don't know her. Her name's Kylie. And talking about growing up in Australia. Actually, you would you would be in heaven from the, the accents. And, I'm getting ready to go there. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and talking about 20th anniversary of Neon Nights, which is a mind fuck for me that like I'm hearing her talk about it in 2023 at all. And talking about the new BBC dating show, which I do want to watch and I want to make sure I can watch it because I got to get through that fucking viewer outside of this country block geo block thing but it's the first ever bbc gay dating show i think we talked about it a few times but yep it's gonna be men looking for love kissing each snogging charming snogging each other seeing if there's a first spark i feel like this could be good i feel like it's actually gonna be good bbc tv is kind of better like the real they do reality because there's just something better about the uncensored reality shows. Yeah. It's funnier. 
it's it, there's just something about it that's so much better. She was like, and I learned a lot. I learned about you know what happens in dark rooms, and Jesse's like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> glory hole. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a lot of uh, naughtiness on the. Yeah, and they're not gonna um, they're not gonna like censor it. Yeah, like they would in the U.S. to you know appease. Yeah, I'm really excited. I I would like to see it, especially because you had. I don't know if you saw that clip of Joey's a Zug going viral about... Yeah, why is why are we still talking about that show? That interview was something else. I mean, that clip anyway, where they were defending real friends of WeHo and how gays don't allegedly like to see themselves represented. Completely missing the mark. Yeah. There is a conversation to be had about, I do feel gay men, we tend to be more critical of each other oh, when first, it comes to uh, things or million percent hyper focused on like you know tearing each other tearing down each other down that is 1000 percent real and a conversation to be had and something that you have to actively you know dismantle yes dismantle yourself yes but then there's also like as a reality tv uh lover mm-hmm. there is True just lover. you know i you guys know i gave it a try there was like bits yeah. that were funny yeah but one bit out of like four episodes is, is not enough for me. Like, well, yeah. It's in, and entertaining. It's also, yeah. It's not necessarily something we haven't been exposed to. Like to take that angle is kind of like incorrect. We had the A-list. We've had shows like that already, but also like in the comments, people are like, show me six gay cowboys in Wyoming and what their social circles like, like, let's see something that isn't, we can gather what Todrick's life is like. And, and this is n- none of this like gay influencer stuff is super surprising or very interesting. Especially because it's very like many gays try to aspire to be that or are that or whatever, but like show me a different slice of life maybe from that or the other angle. Like I want to see this gay dating show because yeah, I haven't seen any gay dating show except for Prince Charming. Mm -hmm. I want to see how that works out, and I do find the episodes where they have like the same sex couples on the BBC dating shows really interesting. There's those like dining first date ones where they will have some like same-sex couples but yeah in any case this is all to say that show didn't work on a number of levels and it didn't have to do with just gay people not wanting to see themselves yeah everyone tuned out it was (laughs) not just other like you know what i mean like it was a bigger demo well i don't know i don't know I think it was because it was artifice. It's not real friends. They're not real friends. No. They broke the fourth I will, wall. I'll be seconds. brave enough to say this here. Uh, oh, no. I think Joey's a Zags, whatever, yeah. honey, mm-hmm. would be very entertaining on reality TV, not he's, on that show and not in that cast. He screams Big Brother to me or something of that ilk. I agree. Put him on Survivor. I don't know. Like old I don't school, dis- real world. I don't disagree. Yeah. In any case, go check out all of the pod recommendations we've made, including Honey. <laughs> Danny on Jesse, Grimes on Julia, and of course, our favorite, Very Delta. And another, do you want to see me go off? I think you want to see me go off about greeting cards. And once again, not How a do single... we feel about this? Um, oh, well, if you guys haven't listened, which, uh, why have yeah. you not listened? You're but right. I feel like it may be a recurring segment where we like talk about very Delta. Delta's rant. I and know how we feel about well, it. We Do both we agree launch. Or disagree? We both launch on Mondays. It's a perfect pairing. Oh, she outsold. She, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes. How, oh, so do we agree? Um, I one thousand percent agree. 
Okay, so the art, well, so if people didn't listen. Oh, yes. That's so right. the argument is essentially that if you give someone a gift or like money or a gift card or something, don't go and buy a five or six dollar card mm-hmm. that's blank and just write someone's name on it and put it all together mm-hmm. and give it to them. Like, anyway, that's kind of like the gist of it. Yes. I 1000% agree. The cards are so expensive. And unless you're buying for an avid scrapbooker, I don't think it's ever worth it. Put that amount of money into the gift. And give them either, as Delta describes, a disappearing gift, which is, you know, a meal of an experience. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, add that amount of money and round up your gift card a little more. Yeah, I agree with this rant. (laughs) But I will say I do give cards, but I will write something in them usually. I like to hand decorate the envelope. So, like, for Christmas this past year, Mm. I did, like, custom lettering. And I did... That makes me feel so guilty. I like shaded the letters. When I, I open like a, a really nice envelope, I'm like full of guilt. Oh, it's just like you put so much work into this. I hate, you know, and I do save that. Like she said, like I also am not going to throw away the one you drew doodled on or wrote the long note on, but it just fills me with an immense guilt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that is nice to do, especially if there's a long card. That's really nice. Especially if you haven't seen that person in a long time, they're writing something nice to you. That's nice, but just the happy birthday name yeah. with the $7 Hallmark card. Save yourself the Save five it. bucks. Agreed. Unless, which I also agree with, the card has some kind of funny yes. connection to the person. Correct. Agreed. Yeah, like I think one time I got a friend, they were like, it was a birthday that they did not want to celebrate, so I got them like a happy, you look, it was like two, and <laughs> I like added, a, I chunked out a thing and it was like, you look, and it was like a number two. So I did like something stupid where mm-hmm. I like I messed up the card to be like yeah. funny looking. In that case, I support it. Yeah. But I yeah. gave my family really cute Snoopy cards this year oh. that were like raised up. Mm-hmm. And I literally was like, okay, this is a mantle card. This is cute. Right. You could cut it out, use it as a decoration. My mother every year makes custom name tag things for the Christmas gifts. And she's like one up to herself every single year, like snow globes, like things craft queen and those are very sentimental and like keep those and those are cool too because it's like that's kind of the card it's just like it's got your name on it it's like a special thing that's cool yeah to just buy that overpriced card papyrus is shaking and she right now takes that bottle <laughs> all and she over took the that card you yeah. know she's right again what can i say i've never been angry at any of her rants i don't think so either i've questioned some of her menu items on her dream cheesecake factory list but otherwise i think she's always hit all the points that i would also agree with it's so therapeutic to listen to her rant it's funny but it's also just like calming and it's like affirming these very very specific things that you never think about i was um imagining being on very delta Uh and i was like what would i say to her if we were like on the couch like it was like me and you on the couch with like very delta what would i say like i appreciate about it and I think for me, it's the one uh, with the bottle thing. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, I have bigger fish to fry. Like, I wasn't going to cause a problem. Right. Which I do think is a, a real thing. Like, especially now, if, like, something gets messed up or... Yeah. Usually, I will always let it slide, too, because it's just not... In service, worth. I've never once sent anything. Like, I once had a piece of the plate <laughs> that <laughs> chipped off into the food. And, and you I just, ate it? No, I didn't eat it. I just pushed it to the side. Oh, that's... Mm. That's perhaps a bit much. Yeah. But... 
I get nervous. That could have caused some problems, you know, if you ingested that. Yeah, I didn't. I don't say shit when I go out, basically. Yeah, no. I feel bad. I wrote a little thing to Dunkin' Donuts the other week. And I was like, I feel like... (laughs) Okay, but hear me out. So I went to go get a little snack item from Dunkin' with my coffee. Mm -hmm. I went to go get it, grabbed my stuff, said thank you, came back. And it was still frozen in the middle Mm -hmm. with like actual like ice. Mm -hmm. And I stood there and I was like, okay, obviously I can put this in the microwave and my toaster oven and like take care of it and like actually cook it. Yeah. But then I thought about what if this is like a delivery worker who is like going back to their car and doesn't have a microwave and has to finish their shift or like they're on a bike or they're going to an office and their office doesn't have a communal kitchen and they can't like literally like fix this item. What if they took a bite out of something raw and it made them sick? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I I just filled out a little thing and I said, you know, but I didn't report anybody, but like, you know what I mean? Like something like that that where I'm like, that is, I feel, yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. especially with like food, like you can really make people sick. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You shouldn't like that rat that, that one person found in like the, the takeout, the rat. Yeah, like when the like, chef. You mean when the chef got caught in the, in the takeout? <laughs> yes, yes. That's like there are that's a bit much. I would. I feel like I would flag. It's that. okay to, yeah. to like say something. I'm so sorry. There was a rat by food. I'm <laughs> yeah. so sorry. It's probably my fault. But there was a rat. Right. Like I'm not trying to ever get anyone in trouble or like fired. But like, no. That's see. That's yeah. That's that really deters me. If it's lukewarm when it comes out or something, I just. I just imagine that they're having a hard day. Right. And it's, unless it truly is pressing like an undercooked dough or something like that, where like it does harmful. I usually, I just don't say shit. Same. I don't know. But at the same time, you know, and that is different from Delta will, she's talked about going around because the fries aren't right or it's something like that. There is something to be said about get the item that you ordered. Yes. I do. Almost envy that because I, I, yeah, I probably wouldn't speak up if my fries weren't crunchy enough, but she, she will, it sounds like, which, you know, yeah, maybe you should, what's it called? Advocate for yourself in, yeah. in, in healthcare and in soggy fries. You always have to advocate for yourself. So it's true. Especially now if it's like, I'm going to go and treat myself to something. It better be the treat you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Or like sometimes I'll order something and they've given me somebody else's dinner that's happened and i was like you know what i'll try this <laughs> <laughs> that has that's true yeah yeah I just, like oh this will do this will do yeah somebody's getting by they're like what the fuck yeah <laughs> it happens what can i say now i feel guilty yeah well we'll have to make a poll about this actually we'll we'll ask people do they send things back or no we'll we'll figure out a poll thing oh that is one thing i've never done send things back i've never sent anything back at a restaurant before. yeah same i think i Literally, I don't ever know. I think I have when it was like the actual wrong order. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's happened before when it's like you ordered... I think I have like a breakfast thing when I've ordered like a, an omelet or something and it come out as fried eggs sort of situation. It's like, that is truly like not what I ordered. And that feels this pain of like, oh God. I know. I'm I'm taking on this burden. And some people have no shame in doing it. And And again, advocate for yourself and get what you ordered. It's not a bad thing to want what you asked for. Right. I just feel like an immense amount of like inherent Jewish guilt and shame about everything in my life. So I'm always just like, it's probably my fault that I didn't oh, I'm the same go way. back there and cook it myself. 
now that I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) But see here, my point to that would be just give me the cold hash browns. Just hand me the frozen Mm. hash browns. Mm. Charge me half. Okay. That's a new thing. Give me like a little thing. Give me the frozen hash browns. I'll take them home. Yeah. I'll cook them. Yeah. Just, you know, charge me a little bit less. I I get that. I think that's fair. Yeah. That's a new concept. (laughs) Yeah. I'll cook the croissant stuff for myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, no one has to worry about it. It's my fault if it's uncooked. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I support that. Yeah. Just need a little 10% discount. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Speaking of our polls, we did get the results from last week. Oh, yeah? 183 votes as of today. The word that has been voted out of the vocabulary is the word lit. Okay. But bestie was a close second. That was my vote. Bestie's gotta go. Yeah. I think... That's what I voted for, too. Yeah. Because I do think some things are lit. Yeah. And I caught myself saying fam the other day again. Yeah. I'm not even a little mad at lit, to be honest. Like, if, like, an event is lit, I understand what that is, and I'm not bothered by it. No. Or if, like, someone's lit. Right. Yeah. I You can communicate a lot with that. I think it's a positive thing. I think so, too. Yeah. If someone's lit, I'm like, okay, you're fun. I think I've never encountered Bestie in a way that I've liked. I think I've always been mad at it. Well, no who else has been ranting this week. Oh, who? I have to give a shout out to a Britney Instagram caption this week. Our bestie. Yeah. <laughs> the tits photo. Bestney. Oh. <laughs> Titsney. Titsney. This was a caption. This was a caption. This is one for the books. This is on the level of like, <laughs> I think global warming is a good thing. Yeah. The caption, if I clapped my tits, could I make one pop like a balloon <laughs> on Thursday? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Love that. This is a top tier caption. This is like on the level of global warming. I burnt my gym down <laughs> and you're going home, sweetie. I feel like you're trying to be like Keisha or something. Sorry, I just don't get it. Like this is up there. If I clap my tits, could I make one pop like a balloon on Thursday? Clap my tits is now, I think, in the <laughs> lore. I would like to enter it. Wow. Love that. Also, in defense here, and I saw some people saying this in the Discord as well, uh-huh. so many other people do pictures like this and no one says anything. Right. But when Brittany does it, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe she posted her tits and mm-hmm. said, clap my tits. And it's well, like, that's... look at, like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Tale as old as time. She always gets tits as old as time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tits as old as time. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I I would love this phrase to just be a common clap my tits like exasperated like if I clap my tits could I make one pop of balloon <laughs> Thursday like I feel like it needs to roll off the tongue a little better but I think there's something there me too I think there's <laughs> songs that are so good you clap your tits to them <laughs> you know what I mean like I wanna go downtown and clap my tits around I wanna make one pop like a balloon on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I know you do. Well, speaking of hits, actually, which is a main theme of the pod, we've also got a pair of wax ones that just debuted. (laughs) Yes, Madame Tussauds Amsterdam unveiled a new Rihanna wax figure. How are you feeling about her? I feel like she's kind of eating. She is eating. I would say like the they like yassified her slightly too much. The like eyes are really good. The, they're like snatched in a way. The eyes are, yes. But her face is sort of snatched in a way that's like slightly 
too yassified. I don't know how to describe it. Like, cause she's, I don't know how to. It's, it's giving rated R mm, era. Yeah. It's pretty close. I mean, it's pretty damn spot on in my opinion. It's good. It's really, really good. The outfit is giving you uh, a lavender fantasy. I think it's a Fenty look, isn't it? I think so. Isn't it from that One of recent... her Fenty I think so. shows? Yeah, when she was in the garden, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of of the wax figures we have seen over the years, this is pretty damn spot on. It's a good one. Yeah. So give it up for her. I would like her to go visit it one day and take a pic. They should put a baby bump in it. Yes. Little wax Bobby. They really should. Dress it up in the Super Bowl outfit. That's a concept. Mm-hmm. That child, by the way, has done the Super Bowl and the Met Gala. Yeah, it's pretty iconic. Pretty iconic, if you ask me. Speaking of the Met Gala. Shall we get into it? I think we should get into it. You know, we are known for our fashion, fashion commentary takes. every single week. I, I'm, like, having flashbacks to, like, all the TikTok fashion gays who, like, come for the girls, and then they get reposted, and somebody just silently posts a picture of them in, like, shorts and flip-flops. Oh, as, me. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me. At least I admit it, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't fashion ourselves as actual fashion critics, but maybe one day. I would like to be, but I'm not. Yeah. So with that said, here's <laughs> a little it. segment that we like to call High Fashion. <laughs> oh, so auditorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my God, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. All right, well, let's start with Rihanna, shall we? Yeah. Well, she certainly didn't start. In fact, she nope. ended. She started uh, <laughs> quite late. She was asleep as this whole thing was happening. Woke up and was like, I guess I'll go. Yeah, didn't she arrive to the hotel at like 7.30? It was insane. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, they made the Vogue live stream go on for an awkward half hour without, like with hope that she would arrive and she didn't. So they just awkwardly signed off, which was no delight in the first place because I'm sorry, I did drag on Maine, but Chloe Feynman drag and <laughs> Chloe Feynman and Derek Blasberg as those live stream co-hosts was rough. There, I only saw some clips mm-hmm. and occur. Um, occur the slang, the vamping. It's not easy, but I will say, what happened to a tried and true Vanessa Hudgens? Kiki Palmer mashup. Well, like, they were busy slaying on the they were actual slaying. event. They were which slaying. was cool to see because I feel like they're always working these yeah, events. Yeah, and like it was nice to see them being able just to go enjoy. Yes. yes, but you know, I think there are a lot of names that would just be like tried and true, like Laverne Cox. Like I don't know somebody who's done so many carpets that it's like sure. Whereas like a wild card will get you this. It was it was unfortunate because I feel like I don't know. It deserved better moments. And also Emma Chamberlain did really well again. Yeah, she They didn't did. show her at all. And yet she was like killing it inside and handling all of the meowing really well from yeah. some of the attendees. Know what I wish they did with this? Mm. They just ran cameras of the carpet and like had... It can be empty noise of just the, the atmosphere. Yeah. Or like, you know, those slow-mo cameras that they do that they post on social media where yeah. it's like it kind of poses up someone and they're turning. Yep. I feel like it'd be super cool to do cameras like that where, you know, someone's arriving and it's in real time, like slow-mo of like their nails or like put on some deep house and just (laughs) give me, you know, like the the up and the down and the posing or have a glam cam live, a shoe cam live 
and just roll and then have them do, you know, okay, now we're going to have this little section here and blah, blah, blah. But like, right. I just want to watch and see it. Yeah, especially because with the Met Gala, unlike an award show, you're not there to necessarily promote anything, win anything, honor anything other than the exhibit itself. So I've always felt like the interviews during the Met Gala were like very sort of, not that they're not always, but like superficial and sort of stunted, where it's like, so uh, what do you think of the exhibition? Why is why is fashion important to you? And it's like, what are we doing here? Like, what? why are you asking that's yeah it is one of those things where you're kind of there just to show up as an art piece in a way you're an like art you're piece an exhibit. and you're there to go to a party you're not there for a product of some sort like a, a award or whatever so you're like yeah it is kind of those interviews are always fairly empty the you can in, tell the stars don't want to do them either oh yeah they're running they're as like, they're okay, talking and you're going home sweetie you're going okay, home sweetie you, and valentino <laughs> um like the most viral moments have just been Kiki being like, I know it ain't the style yet. Like Mm -hmm. introducing Meg or Emma Chamberlain's flirty exchange with Jack Harlow last year. But it wasn't like anybody said anything that was particularly revolutionary or viral. We did some pregnancy reveals. (gasps) Serena. Yes. Serena. And then there was somebody else who also did. Is it Carly Claus? Forgetting. Might've been. Yeah. 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 People do use that opportunity. A baby bump debut, that's that's fun. But see, then with that, you don't really need to talk about it. You it's don't. Like the reveal is just like, boom, that's the headline. That's it. Like, here's the... Oh, speaking of reveals, this pissed me off because they um, the cameras cut away from Janelle Monet's reveal. It did not get its full... And I'm like, one, like I think of the Gaga moment mm-hmm. where it was exactly. just... The cameras just ran. Yeah. No one was talking. You heard everyone gagging, screaming. Yeah. And she put on a performance. Yeah. They cut away from like some really good. <clears throat> yeah, it didn't get the performance stuff. piece that it should have, in my opinion, for that. Um, but to get back to Rihanna, the actual outfit itself, yeah, I liked it. I it's not it wasn't the showstopper that you know China through the Looking Glass was uh, the Pope uh, Heavenly Bodies. You know, we talked about it in the Discord. Shout out to everybody who joined in the Met Gala Discord. Pregnant woman, increasingly very pregnant woman, and. Any sort of showing up to any event is honestly just like bonus points. If she wants to wear anything lavish, it's like fine. So I don't know. I and I do think when she took off the flower ensemble, she looked really good underneath all that. It wasn't my favorite, but it definitely wasn't bad. It wasn't necessarily like the showstopper that like being an hour late would maybe have you believe it would be. Right. And but, the story about the diamonds or something. Right. Wearing very, very big diamonds. Yeah. She was she was underneath the flowers, like wearing a lot of diamonds. I thought it would have been so cool. If, I think I posted this in the Discord. If she did a diamond, like a caftan. Yeah. Right. Like that caftan look that she did recently. Mm-hmm. But instead of fringe, which I actually don't know if this is technically possible, <laughs> but hear me out. Try to try to vision this, you guys. If it was a fringe caftan, Mm -hmm. but the fringe was all diamond and like she was able to turn. Yeah. Probably would be a nightmare. (laughs) Diamonds would be everywhere. Yeah. But that would be kind of a sleigh if you were like the last one on the carpet and it was just this diamond draped fringe caftan as you walked down and it left diamonds all over the stairs. And like all the gays were like frantically like, (laughs) ah, you know picking up the diamonds and like she just completely encrusted like i literally visioned like you know dragging across the stairs and up the stairs and just diamonds pouring down yeah that would be a insurance nightmare oh yeah 
but, but they could be fake. Like you could lie and yeah, say like true. Rihanna's wearing four hundred billion dollars of diamonds, and it's sure. just like that's kind of the vision I got was like the, the way that her yellow cape like mm. just filled the whole carpet was like this train. I'm like, you've got the money, bitch. Yeah, do it. Well, <laughs> maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we also had a theme that was just generally probably not going to be that zany because it was Karl Lagerfeld, a homage to the designer, his work at Chanel most of all. And, you know, I also personally was like a little annoyed at the reverence because he's a complicated figure. He said really horrible things about women, especially, you know, in later years, just like flat out calling Adele fat and and things like that that were... He had always had a problem with size. It's that thing of separating the art from the artist and that whole conversation to a degree. There's yeah. no doubt that he was incredibly influential in, in fashion and had many, many iconic contributions. Um, wasn't super nice or great in certain ways. Uh, said some disparaging things. So all the reverence did like slightly annoy me. But uh, what are you going to... People are multifaceted, question mark? I don't know. At the same time... Uh, the as like the fifth or sixth look came out and it was black and white and it all black and white black and white it was like oh this is gonna be the theme and it was lo and it behold was, yeah with little exception it was all black and white but then again he had a signature style and look he was black and white and so it was boring <laughs> yawning sloppy lazy <laughs> It wasn't even because I actually think it was one of the more cohesive Met Galas that we've had in recent years, but it wasn't necessarily a thrill, but it was like, if you lined every attendee up, it would look really nice. Right. So that's, I kind of like that because like Heavenly Bodies was such a It's kind a of slide. like the new BB album, which is out. Very cohesive. Very cohesive. <laughs> that is such a good point yeah. that you would point that out. Uh, but you know, like Heavenly Bodies was such a sleigh because everybody really understood the assignment and like it, you'd have a whole sort of Catholic sleigh if you had everybody stand next to each other. Uh, and, and so in this respect, the, the Chanel look would have been very well represented. I liked some of the looks. Rihanna was also asked on, I thought she was going to be able to get away mm-hmm. with not being asked about this. Yeah. At this point, it feels cruel or yeah. sort of like <laughs> self, uh, like uh, flagellation to even ask this question. And it's the same reporter from ET, right? Like they're, just, don't yeah, they have, they have a relationship they now, do, so but, it's like, kind of fun. It is, but... <laughs> so Rihanna was asked about R9 right. at the Met Gala with a word that we, we, we canceled last... This is a banned word, yeah. but she was asked, um, when are we going to work R9 into the mix? Sis! <laughs> I don't know, Bessie. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, vague. Yeah. She's got other things cooking in the belly. Literally. Like, let's stop pretending. If she's not worried about the Bobby, she's got Smurfette on deck. Savage X Fenty. There's a million things brewing. I personally am not even checking for it anymore. Like, obviously, I'm going to die if it does drop. But, like, let's stop asking her, probably. Like, Yeah, I think I've... I mean, we said this last year and uh, the year before. Yeah. The year before. um, And the year before Mm -hmm. that. But I think... There's enough concerts happening right now. Yeah. Our wallets are uh, empty. Yeah. So let Rihanna have the Bobby, get settled, mm-hmm. Smurfette, Ooh La La too, and then new album and arena sure. tour. Sure. 
because um, I've also had some conversations with people and they agree with us about the stadium. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to go to East Rutherford. People are like, yeah. So I have surrendered Mm -hmm. another year. (laughs) A Rihanna-less year yet again. Yeah. At least she's got some good reason right now. Yeah. But um, nobody wants her to be promoting while she's very pregnant right now anyway. Like, no, like leave her alone. No, but we will be getting into more of the Met Gala in the after show. We have lots of thoughts about yes, our faves we sure and do. the carpet and everything. Um, overall, we really enjoyed it. So we will discuss that in the after show, mm-hmm. which is a show that we do after this the one. Show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you are a Patreon supporter, over on patreon.com slash legends only. You can join there. You can support the pod. You can be a legend or an icon. Mm-hmm. Support the podcast monthly. And every single week after the show, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> so you can keep listening to us babble if you'd like. Yeah. And it literally does help support us. Yeah. But uh, we'll get into the Met Gala there. Catch you in the after show. Yeah. But also, someone who was at the Met Gala that you really love, another high fashion pick that I have for this week, good old Carly Jenner, Lipkate, honey, for Jean-Paul Gaultier. Mm-hmm. Look at that pronunciation. She's French. Big word. Oh, mm-hmm. bent in top. Oh, wait, no, that's... <laughs> Is that German? or No, I think that's um Berlin. Well, that oh, would be German. Uh, <laughs> You and Kim Petras can yeah, talk yeah. about it. I applied for my passport today. Just I to go to Germany. Correctly did the application this time after yeah. failing three weeks ago or whenever it was. You attached a photo of a queen of pop by accident. <laughs> <laughs> they were I like, my photos done. BB Rexa doesn't. Yeah, I handed over my birth certificate. Good. I also did, and I don't know if this is like weird, but I like filmed a video of myself with my birth certificate in case they lose it. Um, I don't know if it's we- well. I probably would just take the picture of it, but what well, was I did the vi- that too. Well, you but did a I video. Also, I did a video. It's <laughs> did you do like a. <laughs> well, I did like a selfie video. It's I don't know why it's two minutes long. Do you like a get ready with me? <laughs> Hello, this is, <laughs> and it's like me posing, and I'm like, this is not AI, and this is <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like it's like me posing with it. Yeah, I don't know. What if they lose it? And then I'm screwed. I think you can still get a, a no, copy. No, you of only it. get one. You yeah, only are you born like, once. I know, but you can like re- get a copy from City Hall or some shit. Oh, yeah, you can I think so? Oh, I, I feel like anytime someone loses their birth certificate, it's always like this big bad thing. I think times have changed. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I have this video to prove it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you have that for posterity. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait you for you to absolutely accidentally upload that <laughs> post it on my Instagram stories right now. So this is my birth certificate. Bonus content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe at patreon.com slash legends only. I don't know. I just trying to, you know, make sure everything's taken care of. But yes, I did. Um, why are we talking? Oh, cause I correctly pronounced a French term. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did that. But Kylie for Jean-Paul Gaultier mm-hmm. kind of ate. I said it. Well, uh, there's still crumbs on my plate. in any case maybe there's crumbs because i was uh getting the munchies getting munchies Mm. because of somebody's performance slay miss bb rexa 
took to the stage Jimmy Kimmel Live to perform Satellite. Right before the shutdown, too. I don't want to say it caused it. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe people saw it and they were like, I should be at home smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, BB performed on Jimmy Kimmel Satellite. In a giant weed camp. Notes on camp. This was it. Know what this is giving? Do you remember the Cardi look that she did that was, um, I think it's Mugler. Yes. Where the pieces were, mm-hmm. you know, um, like blossoming up and out. Yes. It's like that, but weed leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and she I said, love in case it. you don't know what this song is about. Yeah. You're going to sing this fucking song. It's going to be number one for 50 fucking weeks. And you're going to get really high. Okay. But honestly, though, after watching the performance of it. Yeah. It was stuck. It's been stuck in my head nonstop it's since a fantastic pop song i hope it does become number one for 50 fucking weeks that bridge mm-hmm. it's really 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 catchy yeah i want people to catch on you know maybe that now that it, it's a relic of its ancient history now it's the last late night performance before the writer's strike i know so now people will it's refer reminding to me it. of like when mandy moore was on mandy the moore tonight show, on tonight show before the world shut down yes we'll always have bb in the weed dress to remember that was my last night working like an actual late night yeah like, in person yeah crazy well, yeah three years later here we are no i think this is great i love that she's doing the circuit mm-hmm. of shows and getting herself out there she is she and... did zach sang interview yeah the girls have been clipping that and putting that in the discord as well she's made plenty of points about the numbers game and how you know at the end of your life you're not going to be like oh i wish i charted higher points were made we love Her BB. streaming numbers are They're bananas. astronomical. Literally higher than a satellite. Literally. She has that great duality of like, she talks about it again in that interview of like being anonymous, yet also having insane numbers. 46,113,000 monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. That's like it's... a quarter of the United States all streaming <laughs> I'm Good Blue. Yeah, and they month, are. And as what... they should be. Yeah, she she also rattled the the new K-pop girlies by like she wrote Lucifer for a boy band in 2000 they did it in 2010 just like a huge song at the time like she's been around for a very long time and people don't realize it she was doing like warp tour shit she was in bands she was rock girl she liked to rock out so she talked about that in the interview too we're just the biggest BB fans we love resilience so we love evolution and like constantly recreating yourself one-upping level-upping she's very inspiring in that respect because you do have a lot of artists who pop off on tiktok and instantly become like a celebrity or what have you which is all well and good but there's also i really respect the hustle pop star who had nine lives before they became a pop star Mm -hmm. it's really cool to see and did you see her talking about the grammys on the it was uh you you said his name before was oh zach yeah yeah. saying so she's Mm -hmm. basically saying like when she got nominated for meant to be mm-hmm. she was like if this doesn't win a grammy i'm never winning a grammy in my life like oh. she feels like that was her best chance mm. and i disagree i disagree i think that she will have another definitely multiple options there are so many possible dance recording songs that she could mm-hmm. possibly snag i definitely think that's possible yeah and it may be for a songwriter like she may songwrite true. something true because she's got that skill but it's also Awards aren't in, in everything anyway. No. And some girls don't even have nominations. So there you go. Well, since we've been talking about watching her clips on TikTok, I think it's time for a little segment that we like to call 
TikTok. Now, BB also had a launch party for BB. Mm. I wish I was there. Some very Legends Only coded attendees. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and she got drunk at this one. Did you see the clip? I. It's... I. Like she let let loose. She let loose. (laughs) She sure did, as she should. Yeah. Yes. New pink wig. New friend, Miss Terry Joe. Yep. AKA Kilan. And by sister, Miss James Charles was in attendance. Did it at my birthday dinner. And you did it at the BB album release party. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a fun story. It really would be. Yeah. I can't wait for her by sister video. <laughs> Sucking dicks and cocks while his satellite was playing. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Yeah, this looked fun. I'm jealous. Yeah. LA really is just getting all of the. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I had a bit of a moment the other day that I. My new phrase is uh, divine timing. Okay. I feel like it's um, when the universe gives you a moment mm-hmm. where you're like, I meant. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be, uh-huh. if you will. I was walking to a doctor's appointment mm-hmm. early in the morning, and I was crossing through uh, the Times Square, and I turned, and the gigantic Where the Ball Drops um, ad, Yep. just all, like, literally, I turned, I passed the tickets booth, you know, that staircase, Yep. turned, went like this, and the screen went into BB album <laughs> cover, and it was... BB Rex a new album out now, and I turned and I paused and I said, "Wow, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be." God's timing is always yeah. right. Because I always thought those things were photoshopped. I know. Every time someone, sorry to all the everyone, but like <laughs> every time I see an artist be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I got my Times Square billboard," the photoshopper in me is like, oh, "Well, <laughs> you know, I see the edges." No, it's real. It's real. Yeah, I saw it. I know. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's very cool that you can feature all the new artists on that now and like, yeah, get your selfie in front of it. Yeah. Love that. Divine timing. Yep. There's no other way to explain it. New theme for the Met Gala next year. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, I'm happy for her. You know what's not divine timing? (laughs) (laughs) This next TikTok. Getting home from work after the Eras tour wraps up. That's not divine timing. <laughs> this that's, TikTok is so fucking That's funny. demonic timing. <laughs> there is a TikTok. This is Scream 6. This is Scream 6 of people getting home from work or just traveling on about their day. And they're pulling into a station where the Eras tour is just wrapped and the Swifties are just waiting on the platform accompanied by demonic, very damning horror music. Yeah, the horror music that people always put under like creepy conspiracy theories mm-hmm. or um murder mystery stuff or like creepy facts yes. or it's the doom 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 you know it yes and it's just like <laughs> overlaid and they're pulling into the station and they're like wait no, oh hell no no hell no no <laughs> and it, it feels like eternity that they're slowly yes. pulling in the doors open and it's just this the looks on everyone's the faces, the stress of yes, as people are piling in in cowboy boots and lover heart <laughs> faces and the fringe and all the merch. <laughs> it is a zombie movie. It's a apocalypse movie. Definitely the scariest horror movie of the year <laughs> so far. <laughs> you know she is fucking killing it on that tour. She is. Yeah. Shout out to all the girls who went and. 
who got to go on August 20 or August, April 29th. Mm-hmm. A reference. Yeah. You know what? Uh, what were you doing on April 29th? Well, I was watching a TikTok. Of Roz. Of Roz. This fucking sent me to. <laughs> Roz, who was our first guest yes. on the pod. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a TikTok that was <laughs> just the audio of like, you know, the April 29th line. Do you really want to know <laughs> where I was April 29th? And it's just her making roasted potatoes, like cooking them. And they looked delicious. They did. I was like, oh, the flavor. The worst thing that has rotted my brain is that TikTok morphed to that audio. Do you really really want to know know where I was was January 6th? 6th. I was in therapy when that happened. January 6th? Yeah. (laughs) Did I tell that story on here? Are you presenting your alibi right now? That seemed like uh, an earnest admission out of nowhere. Okay, sure. That's where you were. <laughs> no, I really was. I was in my better help session. <laughs> I, re- I was sitting right here and she's like, are you watching this? I'm like, yeah. yeah. And we stayed on and we just, you know, they started bashing on the window. Yep. <laughs> Do you really want to know? What? <laughs> my alibi. Oh my God. Sounds suspicious. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry. That's, I don't know why that's sending me. Uh, well <clears throat> but yeah Roz was uh making roasted potatoes what well, we were recording this podcast on april 29th actually we were right we, here on april 29th yeah yeah saturday april 29th yeah we were my yeah. calendar says yeah record low yep 3 p.m we sure were yeah didn't we go out after that mm-hmm. <gasps> wait the, the rat we went to dinner and guess who showed up rat <laughs> a literal rat interrupted our dinner on april 29th that's where we were (laughs) i forgot about that that is true we went to go sit down in an outside booth at an unnamed restaurant this was was outside so that is where they live so we were invading their home we were we sat down and (laughs) i one of the joanne's employees scooted around the table they said well sorry wrong restaurant (laughs) i always get confused i heard you said about me in the fucking podcast (laughs) gonna shit in your fries <laughs> rat <laughs> i was right. rat told you were too actually oh no i was into it i wasn't like <laughs> i was fine <laughs> that's where the joanne employees were on i guess April i just 29th. didn't want to like have any surprises because we were by oh, like the a tickle on the ankle yeah you know yeah a <laughs> little bit of that <laughs> so stupid anyway well speaking of our mascots Good morning, Rita Ora. We're talking about you. We're getting buck wild. Rita Ora is having a fun time on TikTok. She sure is. And she is looking for an older man who is losing his shit. Absolutely losing it. It was me. Yep. This, this is me. This is a video of you. Yeah. <laughs> my first time ever performing Praising You, and this man made my night. I need him in every show. This man... She sure does. ...dropped to the fucking floor. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, oh. That was a lot. He is moving and grooving. He is probably one of the maybe less than 5,000 retweets that she got on yes. when she went for 100,000. He pre-ordered row three. <laughs> Absolutely. That, yeah, she, he really went off. And that was Taika Waititi. <laughs> <laughs> he might have thought that was Beyonce up there. Yeah, I don't know. he might have. <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorite tweets during the Met Gala. Oh, from the Met Gala. Everyone was like, this is the closest we're going like, to get to Good Beyonce. enough. Do you have the Renaissance visuals? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There were a couple of the poses where 
at first glance, yeah. I was, I thought for a second, yeah. you know? Yeah. And well, that's a compliment. Rock Nation. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. That woman was certainly not showing up, so. She's busy. She's rehearsing. She's re- allegedly. So I don't crazy. know. crazy. It's like in a week. Yeah, we don't, We've heard, we've seen nothing. Nothing. Even, you know, as big as she is, Taylor Swift, like we were hearing all the songs she was rehearsing outside the arena, the mm-hmm. stadium. We got nothing. 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 Not even a faint little hum in the distance. Nope. They've well, got that see. shit soundproofed. Mm-hmm. That NDA must be scary. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to East Rutherford. Hope I make it. Yeah. I mean, I knock on wood, but mm, we'll we all see. know what happened the last time. <laughs> <sighs> Haven't been the same since. <laughs> like legitimately, actually. Rattled. <laughs> That's a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to know where I was in East Rutherford? <laughs> well, <clears throat> now it was a pretty quiet week, but we do have some things to dive into. Yes, we're still digesting <laughs> the Jesse Ware, the BB. Oh, no, what I think is really exciting. Hmm? Everyone that has talked to me about the Jesse Ware album yeah. loves it. Oh, so, yeah. Like, this is such a vibe. This is like summer, summer vibes. Very s- disco sunset vibes, summer vibes. sunset vibes. Definitely. <gasps> Also, <laughs> did you see oh. the interview where the reporter asked her, if, asked her, or said to her, "This is giving Countess Luann yes. vibes." Yeah, <laughs> it was bad for her. <laughs> she got eaten up in the quote. Uh, this reporter got eaten up in the quote retweets. <laughs> well, I kind. of... What are your thoughts on this? I actually can't say too much because if my article, oh sorry, <laughs> does go live. Subject. I have a similar moment. Uh-oh. But I think it's funnier. Okay. Ooh. Well, it's more ne- way more niche. Way more niche. But I stand by my uh, question to her. In any case, <laughs> what my thoughts on it? Like, Jesse wouldn't know Countess Luann. No. That's the thing. It's like, ca- cross-culturally, it doesn't... I don't think she would get... It was kind <laughs> of funny that we got the play-by-play of her, like, looking at Countess Luann's Spotify artist page and being like, oh, she's verified. <laughs> like, that's kind of funny. But, you know, as a Countess Luann stan, yeah. I'm not getting Countess Luann from the new album. Nope. I And you know I love a girl code. I love yeah. a... Well, all I'll say is I made my comparison that she responded to. But I, I, I also did not think of that. No, personally. I didn't either. You know, I think that might just be a gay person who <laughs> has only listened to Countess Luann. I hope you keep on serving Count. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a win for Countess Luann. Love you, darling. Good luck with the song. <laughs> I do hope she gives her a cameo. I would like to put it out there. I still want to do a Luann remix. Oh, it's going to happen. She just needs a new song. Or you could do like the 10-year anniversary. <gasps> when did the first one come out? I feel like it already is been 10 years to be well honest. we can be like the spice girls and just say that yeah. it's the 25th anniversary yeah. and we can the keep 10th doing it anniversary of it being uploaded to youtube i feel like that needs to be in like my when i look at my life uh-huh. <laughs> there need this there needs to be <laughs> that i think it's very uh bb rexa zach sang interview when she was like and uh, at the end of your days you're just gonna worry about your loved ones who's around you and the luann remixes that you've made yeah like, my legacy is going to be all of the gifts that I've made. Yes. That will live on forever. Mm-hmm. Dingling Remix, yep. Traces of You, yep. and Countess Luann. That's and I would be happy. That's a 
fantastic. And this. That's a real fucking legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, put it on the uh, dream board. Oh, I literally have. It's on my like mood board. Well, here we go. Yeah. In the meantime, we do have some new bops. Quite new music Friday this week for sure. Which, but like, thank you. Yeah. Because I can't. Speaking of quiet, actually, and I didn't put it down here yet, but Miss Tuvalu, Tovlo, put down put out a uh, stripped acoustic version mm-hmm. of the album. So if you want something a little more personal from Miss Tuva, you could check that out. Borderline popped up on my release radar, but there are plenty of stripped versions of the songs. Call on me, stripped at SG's place. That's really cool. She also did it in different countries all around the world pretty girls no one dies from love in france pineapple slice in norway pretty cool Ooh, yeah it's gonna be me after getting my passport yes (laughs) it will be uh and also a shout out miss allison goldfrapp is back with a new track called love invention from the upcoming record that's coming out on may 12th another fantastic bop from this record i can't wait to talk about it in full yeah i feel like once the album drops like when people consume it as a whole, it's going to be like, oh, standout album of the year. What's the album release date? May 12th. <gasps> well, so soon. Same as the Jonas Brothers. So, Well, you know, they're famously rivals, but hopefully yeah. hopefully it doesn't get too ugly on the charts. It's, between like, them. Uh, it's like me and you, literally. Yeah, it literally <laughs> like... is. Our faves <laughs> <Yeah>. dropping. <laughs> um, anything else that popped out? Oh, and Mr. Fred again actually has a new bop. This shook me. I thought this was an error. With Brian Eno. <gasps> yeah. The king of ambient uh, mood sleepy time albums did a collab with Fred again, king of euphoric sad bangers. And they kind of met in the middle. Yeah, I liked his Instagram carousel of the different moments where they're sitting and just kind of creating. Yeah. And, oh, this is a cool sound. And they're on a walk just listening to. Yeah. Because like that shit is so cool to me. Yeah. This was very... Um, you know, just because he's on such a high with these euphoric dance bangers. Yeah. It's like, oh. Oh, speaking of ambiance, mm. <laughs> rewind quickly to TikTok talk, the cupcake meditation video. Oh. I know a lot of you saw it when I posted it on my Instagram stories. I have not laughed that hard in a very long time. There is a one hour mix on YouTube of it. <laughs> if you're, <laughs> I don't, it's, <laughs> You just have to just listen to it. If you know, if you get it, you get it. Uh-huh. It will send you. You will laugh. But yeah, I just need to shout that out Love as that. well. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling an ambient moment, <laughs> I think that needs to become a meme, like medita- like a meditation. Oh. Like people can take like all, you know what I mean? Yeah. I may have started one, but anyway, I, I, there's a I, lot that I have to I finish. I think that was probably some, sel- some manifesting. I have a lot to finish. Yes, there's a lot do. of things to finish, yeah. but yeah, that's one of them. Also, I saw that you shouted out Hemlock Springs on your Instagram stories. Oh, that's right. Yes, I I meant to put that down too. I was very excited to see that because we had chatted about her a ways back. A while ago, yeah. And her new track, Sever the Blight, is out. Bop. It goes off. Yeah, she's up to 838,000 monthly listeners on Spotify too. Yeah, I really like this new one. She's giving Kate Bush a little bit. And then I have some uh, EDM bops. Galantis and Javake. Yes, Galantis <laughs> and Javake, which he just says is Jake. Yeah. But there's a V instead of the A. Which I still think goes back to our talk about Chiverches and mm. Holy Favuck, which is like Kavan. SEO. 
Yeah, I think this is smart for him. I think so. Because like Jake is kind of... It could be any Jake. Right. Yeah. It could be Jake Paul. And you wouldn't want to be messed up with that. No. No. But this is a vibe. Also, his story is really interesting because he's not signed to anyone. He's Mm -hmm. like independent, but his shit is like massive. Yeah. He's a very talented pianist. He is. And he was on... uh, I've watched his like TikTok journey of this, of Golden Hour taking off. Yeah. Yeah. that track is really good too. It's really, yeah, it really is. Yeah, he's got an interesting trajectory. He's one of the many, much like Hemlock, who you're just finding these people on TikTok who are making a name for themselves doing bedroom pop, you know, DIY music and kind of the best representation of like the best of what TikTok has to offer as far mm-hmm. as like mining raw talent out of obscurity. Yeah. And not as opposed to the, did I just write the song of the summer? Yeah, which has its own discourse about industry plants and the we you and I both watched an interesting one about like the labor of sifting through the submissions of people trying to make it big. Yeah, and how artists are kind of expected now to do their own marketing. And yeah, it really is such a it's a time consuming process. It's it takes a creative. Yeah, you know if you're if you're supposed to be making art and music. But then you have to focus on the marketing side. Marketing, it's, yeah. But on the other side of that, it's like we've seen through a lot of these TikTok people that they don't have to spend $5,000 a month on PR and marketing. So it's like, why wouldn't they? So now we just have an influx of people who are hoping to not have to pay that doing it themselves. Yeah. But it just means that artists these days have to wear many more hats than they used to. Marketing social media like have an an eye and an ear for that in a way that they didn't have to which is what you get when you buy pr and marketing in a traditional format they'll look up the funny memes that you should recreate for mm-hmm. you but that song is called fool for you mm-hmm. and then i have a unofficial remix that i wanted to shout out see him in court <laughs> well i hope not <laughs> this is a fucking bop also i think i have a trick for people i think i figured out the instagram sponsored algorithm okay so this is Aaliyah try again the Cavani Cavani C-A-V-I-N-I remix it is so good it's on SoundCloud and YouTube it is such a vibe love it got it in my Instagram sponsored feed oh and I think I figured out how to manipulate my sponsored posts on Instagram okay what is it so I've started engaging and clicking on sponsored posts that are music recommendations that I like. Mm -hmm. And now my only sponsored posts that I get are new music. So I get, I get sponsored posts for shows at like the Brooklyn Mirage. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. every single one is like a sponsored from them Yeah, or a new artist, new song or like an unofficial remix on SoundCloud. Kind of like how I did Mm -hmm. with my Rihanna one. Yeah. And I will click them or I'll click on the artist profile page just to like engage with it. Yeah. Because I think the algorithm like recognizes that. And now that's all it gives me. So I don't get like products anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think I've gamed the system. And I'm glad I did because this is a fucking fire remix. It's lit. It's so lit actually. (laughs) Well, even though it was light on New Music Friday, we do have plenty on the horizon to look out for. We're about to be inundated with shows, including one that 
shook me to my core. I believe you brought it to my attention. Did you? Yeah, I texted it to yeah. you and I was like, wait, Kylie Minogue, <laughs> KTU, Jones Beach? What? Allie Brooke. <gasps> All night? <laughs> this, again, we were accused of being event curators, insiders. This was not our doing. This is very low-coded. Very low-coded. <gasps> coded is a new word that everyone's saying yes. now. It's like this coded. Yeah. I'll get like comments on TikTok that are like, this well, you know is why? very T-Kyle coded. You know why? Because now that we've abolished vibes... Oh. Because this could be called LO Vibes, but it's LO Coded, which I like better. Yeah. It is, in fact, LO Coded. I'm just a little bit in awe. Uh, June 17th, KT Euphoria, Kylie headlining with, they just added a new name. Oh my God. Heidi Montag, Trisha Paytas, Deborah Cox, <gasps> Christine W., Daya, Allie Brooke, and now Taylor Dane. Oh. <gasps> I want this to know is such a good lineup, though. The F word responsible for putting this together. More to be announced. I'm sort of in awe. I mean, obviously, the Kylie at the top is the biggest shook factor because what the, all signs are pointing to the new era kicking off very soon. This is very exciting. It's like Beatstock. Beatstock, if all of the performers were from a Queer as Folk soundtrack. Yeah, it's like Legends Only Beatstock. Yes. I was rattled. And I do hope that Kylie's performance here implies that she might be kicking around the area for a little bit, doing some shows, radio shows or something. Because I'm like, would she come just for this? I don't know. Have they announced the performers for Ladyland yet? No. (gasps) Oh my God. Well, that would end me. Let me look this up, actually, because I I got an ad for Ladyland, but I don't think there was a list yet for 2023 ladyland festival at tba brand new location okay let's see save the date june 23rd lineup and event info coming soon (gasps) what if it's oh my god what if it was kylie minogue christina aguilera well i would be front row i know that we'll see i don't that's a (gasps) very manifest it manifesting manifest it people will say we're insiders i say we manifest we manifest but yeah we've got that on the horizon We've also got, finally, Miss Jackson. If you're nasty, and if you're in the New York metro area, she's going to be in Madison Square Garden next week. We're going. And Dom Dalla next week. Dom Dalla. I'm going yep. on Thursday night. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm extremely excited for Miss Jackson. Uh, and then we also have Eurovision finale incoming. There are some fun events around the city for watching. And we'll find out if Laureen takes the crown. There are some fierce competitors, though. So there's we'll a lot do, coming up. Yeah, there's a lot coming up. We'll keep you posted on all our whereabouts. We're about to do some traveling. Our vacation eras. Va- our endless summer vacation eras are kicking off. We hope everybody's got some fun events lined up for the summer, too. And yeah, this is a jam-packed time for us. Yeah. It's just beginning. Well, everyone, we hope that you're doing well, staying safe. Enjoying, laughing, living, loving, slaying. And just, you know. Hanging in there. Just self-care vibes. Yeah, self, well, no, like literally doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And we thank you for joining us for another episode of Legends Only. And until next, we will have a lot to talk about next week, <laughs> yeah, actually. We yeah. And until then. We will. See you. Soon. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.